0: You've got to give him credit for a son of a gun of a gun of a
1: gun. shouting praise the Lord. We're on the mighty mission. All
2: aboard. We're not a golden mission. Praise the Lord. And bless
3: the ammunition. And we stay free. Welcome to the show. I am your host, Bonnie Mac. on this beautiful snowy day. Um, In the news, you might have heard... And I've got some text kind of bleeding over from from Noah's show and heard heard quite a bit of it. So, you know, a lot to talk about with guns and with with just all kinds of craziness that's going on. But one of the things that I think is a good is a good situation. So have you heard about Kevin McCarthy, House Speaker, Speaker Kevin McCarthy? So President Biden has come out and said these Republicans and their wacky nonsense about not wanting to just link check and and open up the idea of, well, yeah, we'll just raise the debt limit. So Kevin McCarthy has said, you know, and this is something I'm proud of because I kind of expect the Republicans just always to, to roll over and and, you know, pretend like nothing's happening but kevin mccarthy has actually proposed a plan called the limit save and grow act of 2023 so remember we've had the inflation reduction act we've had all of the craziness that that's happened with with the biden administration and house speaker kevin mccarthy's actually come out and said you know what this is what we want to do and these are our these are our terms right if you want the government to continue working you have to concede and give us some of the things that our constituents constituents want right it's not just about what the president and his party want but it's about the representatives that we send to congress so the limit save and grow act of 2023 so it says would would block student loan forgiveness, okay, take steps to draw back the COVID-19 benefits from fraudsters and impose more stringent work requirements for beneficiaries of anti-poverty welfare programs. So, And this would also raise the debt ceiling uh, $1.5 trillion. So they're just saying, hey, let's bring some common sense back into the government. And it's, of course, you know, we can argue that maybe it's not as much common sense as we'd like to have. But I see this as being a really good step in the right direction. If you have an opinion on this, uh, let me know. Go ahead, caller. You're on with Bonnie Mac.
2: Oh, afternoon. Uh, did you just say that Kevin McCarthy's? This is a brand new plan. I take it, right? Yes. So he, it's going to cost us one point something trillion
3: uh, more. Well, so this is saying they want to do these things and they would still have to raise it. So, you know, Biden is saying, hey, we've got to do it. So they've said which the programs that are already already um, been been introduced, right, would cost up to one point two trillion, except that number's been revised up.
2: So all right. So what I'm thinking of, if if I remember right, there's uh, during COVID, uh, we ran a huge amount of extra money to save our lives. Right? We invested in ourselves. We spent the calories to swim to shore. We did what it took to to create a, a, you know, medical. uh, The hospitals got plenty of money to uh, be able to help save our lives. We. Encouraged people to stay at home and not spread a disease. Uh, so we, we went to the effort to save our lives, right? Now, that should be seen on the budget as a credit, right? Not as a, a loss. And when you start looking at Kevin McCarthy, who should have had his plan months ago, right? They came into office back in uh, January, and under any normal transition of government, they had the budget written out two years ago. hmm and uh, so for him to be this late 3 months late in sending out his budget and then saying that it's going to cost 2 trillion more and then he's pretending that we got to punish the people who uh survived the epidemic now, there were scammers in COVID money, right? Everybody Absolutely. knows that. because yep. in the very beginning, their first stimulus program was 3.5 trillion dollars, and some people said it got up into the uh, four trillion dollar range for the corporations. This is before they gave the1,000 bucks a person, right? Uh-huh. This was the up, up to 4.5 trillion dollars to big corporations. That's where the scamming was. Because when it came into the personal, the the humans, the the average American citizens who got a thousand bucks, twelve hundred bucks here and there, they didn't get three hundred million, they didn't get five billion, like some of these big corporations got and scammed it, and so Kevin McCarthy is now trying to figure out a way to punish uh, the people that got a thousand bucks. So he's and and you remember they were talking about FEMA camps. Right. Mm -hmm. They were scaring everybody into not taking uh, uh, COVID money because they're going to lock you in a uh, FEMA camp. Well, Kevin McCarthy's plan for making the poor pay sounds like a FEMA camp to me.
3: Mm. Yeah. Well, thank you for the call. You know, that's one of the things with this. So in the game of politics, right, is it what do we do? because we talked a little bit about the Freedom Caucus the other day and is is it scorched earth like is that how we go and we say absolutely there's gonna be no concessions the the left has pulled us so far to the left that these are the things so if Kevin McCarthy doesn't put forward a plan to to pass a budget the Democrats are saying well oh you hate people you hate children you don't want the government to run. Look at look at how you're hurting grandma. Look at how you're hurting all of these people because you won't pass the budget. But most people don't know that the budget that Biden is wanting to have passed includes reduction and, and forgiveness of student loan debt. Right? It, it increases the number of IRS agents. And does these other things involve to, like, green save the earth kind of policies that give credits again to these big corporations that, that are trying to promote this green energy. So Kevin McCarthy, which I'm going to give him credit for, has come out with this policy that basically limits reckless government spending, saves taxpayers money, and is situated to help grow the, grow the economy. Now, is it perfect? Oh come on politics is just not perfect but where do you where do you draw your line to actually work to get things done because if you just say absolutely no way i'm never going to pass this right you're going to be you're not going to make any progress you're going to be a stalemate now how do you feel about government shutting down like are you okay for government to shut down or is is that okay does that affect you so when they Inf- inflation Reduction Act, okay, called the IRA, uh, was introduced by President Biden, right? Oh, we're going to do this Inflation Reduction Act. And the Senate and the House, they're, oh, they're going to pass it and it's going to be so great because we're going to reduce inflation. Well, it didn't do that. And what it was is what it's found out to be is actually kind of a piggybacker for, for the Green New Deal kind of a thing that's been proposed by the far left. So this is basically Kevin McCarthy saying, "Oh, we'll raise the debt ceiling, but we you have to do these things for us." And it's not paying back people's student loans, right? For, for just no reason. Not giving fraudulent money to people because of COVID, and it would impose work requirements for benefits. Seven seven five fifty five fifty nine. Go ahead, caller. You're on with Bonnie Mac.
2: Hello, Bunny Max. To answer your question, I think we should shut down the government and put pressure on these crooks. Um, I think we have uh, the tide is turning now. We have Joe Biden and the Biden crime family on the ropes. This IRS agent, he will testify if he gets his whistleblower status and so forth. And uh, so I think we're making progress. I think Republicans now, especially in the House, they're going full blast against uh, the Democrats, all the, the communist UND professors, the Chinese spies at UND, and, and the commies that are listening to and calling into KNOX. I think we got all these guys on the ropes. The tide is turning, and go Trump.
3: Thank you for the call. Uh, you know, well, and this is something we have to talk about, right, is that trying to bring up something and some of the problems on our own side— I, I'm skeptical that the Republicans would stick to it as well. In my adult life, I don't think I've ever seen the Republicans actually stand up and not just get walked over. I, 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 I've not seen it. So I've gotten a lot of texts that are saying, just shut down the government. I don't care. I don't care. Just shut down the government. Well, guess what? The government's in charge of Social Security payments. The government's in charge of your WIC Right? Any kind of food stamp. People are going to care if the government gets shut down. Welcome back to the show. I am your host, Bonnie Mack, talking about Kevin McCarthy's new plan. It's called the Limit, Save, Grow Act of 2023. Now, this idea that basically Kevin McCarthy, what he wants to do, so he's the Speaker of the House, national government, speaker of the House. Okay, and remember the the Republicans only control the House. They don't control they don't have a majority control of the Senate, and we don't have the presidency. So we've just got the House. But the House is that's their responsibility to kind of approve the budget right they're the people that p- kind of put forward the budget the plan what are we gonna do and McCarthy says that this act will limit federal spending save taxpayers trillions of dollars grow our economy and lift the dem- debt limit into next year so it says this legislation will make us less dependent on the whims of the Chinese Communist Party and curb high inflation all without touching Social Security or Medicare because no one is hurt more by inflation than seniors. Now, if you've heard this, if you've been watching the news, this is what President Biden says. He's like the wacko nonsense of these Republicans. Because he needs his budget passed. That's one of those things. If you want to fundamentally change our society, you kind of have to take money. And of kind of takes money and it kind of takes investment into the things you want to put money into. So besides just printing money, right? People are starting to notice. So Kevin McCarthy all he's saying is, "Hey, this is our plan. This is what we want to do. We want to bring some we want to bring some discipline back to the government." Now, it's not expected to pass the Senate, right? If they say, "Hey, this is what we want for our budget." And the Senate's not going to pass it, right? It has to be both houses that pass the budget. So they need to compromise. Now, remember, it's always the Democrats that come out and say, oh, the Republicans just absolutely will not compromise. The Republicans will not compromise. And whatever it is in our nature or in a conservative nature that says, oh, do you know what? I'll be the good guy and I'll help. Well, Texters say, one texter writes, I'd be happy if the government shut down forever, but that's not a very popular idea. So, is that a popular idea? So, texter writes, White House budget proposed is $6.9 trillion. McCarthy's will save $3 trillion as for taking back COVID funds. Billions were sent to the states, much of which was never spent. And those states refused to return those unspent funds. Many states used it for such as road repairs and not for COVID relief at all. Here you go, right? We're trying to spend our way out of a crisis. Is that how it works at your house? Do you spend your way out of a crisis? Is that logical to you? Hey, we really got to inject some money into, into the economy so that our family's budget can... Can, can be you know come back to normal 775 fifty five 59 go ahead caller
2: well where else do you spend money that you don't have if through my house if I didn't have the money I wouldn't be spending it unlike the government you know or whatever I've been in debt for how many years but get you know what I mean yeah absolutely <laughs> right this only works <laughs> anyway.
3: this only works in the government
2: <laughs> right. I don't know. I, I can about tell you what my wife would think, but I don't think I repeat, could repeat it on
0: radio. But anyway, <laughs> anyway.
3: Thank you. So, you know, there you go. I, I don't know. 775 Go ahead, caller. You're on with Bonnie Mack.
0: Hey, speaking of hair brand ideas, uh, Bonnie, you know, you're talking about, you know, Kevin McCarthy and how he wants to... Uh, he wants to get guarantees for spending cuts in, you know, in order to expand the debt or raise the debt ceiling. Um, well, here's who we're dealing with. So I don't know how many other people know about this, but there's another Biden administration rule set to take effect May 1. And the idea is to uh, force good credit home buyers to pay a little extra on their mortgages each month uh, so that they can help subsidize high-risk, uh, high-risk borrowers. So basically, anybody with a credit score of over 680 will probably pay around 40 bucks extra per month on their mortgage because that'll help offset the cost. And for high risk, uh, high risk borrowers out there, so what this is doing is it essentially penalizes people that have paid their bills and have a bigger down payment and have a good credit score, so that people with lousy credit scores can go out there and borrow. And be like, well, I'm going to get hosed because I haven't done a good job with my credit score. And so now all the people with good credit are going to be forced to subsidize that. That's a problem. <laughs> and so to circle this back around to your conversation, when Kevin McCarthy is looking for spending cuts and things like this, and you know, and Biden comes back with, oh, that's a, that's a harebrained, mega, ridiculous Republican idea to do spending cuts. Well, here's, here's the deal. This is the same guy that unilaterally said, oh, we're just going to forgive a bunch of uh, students' uh, uh, loans that they signed their names to and doing all, all sorts of other things, you know, overspending here and there. And the Republicans aren't peers of driven snow on spending either. Mm-hmm. But he, he's doing all these things to basically penalize people who are doing well. You know what this is in a nutshell? This is the start of communism and socialism. That is what it is. Oh, no, let's just, let's just equal out the misery for everybody.
3: Well, I thank you for that call. And can I just hint to future shows? Um, I have got—I mean, you know—I've got a lot to say about the like fracturing of American culture because that is exactly what you do to begin fascism. Okay, is you fracture your society? You don't. You don't build bonds. You don't. You don't promote community, you know, bonding, you fracture society. And if you don't see the fracturing of the American society, you do need to wake up because they are fracturing. They are taking your money. Just a little aside, and this is something that's bothered me for just forever. Okay, so we went through medical school. My husband did, but we are a married team and I was there too and we were married We had children, and I stayed home with the children. Well, because he had zero income, we applied for food stamps. And so we applied. We went through all this process. I have never felt so belittled in my life because, one, I'm white. Two, my husband was in medical school, just not choosing to work. He was actually going to school. And when I went in, they told me that we had too much, too many assets, okay? And one of the things was, is I worked as a teacher before I had kids, and I paid off my car, okay? I had a Honda Accord, right? Paid it off. At the time, it was worth about 6000 $7,000, and that penalized me and my children and my husband for food stamps because I had been responsible and had paid off my car. So in this situation, if somebody walks in and said, hey, I just took out a loan for some $50,000 car, well, you know, and in these days, it's what all of them cost about, but I just, you know, if I took out a loan for a $50,000 car and had no income, they would give you more food stamps because your debt to income ratio was higher. So when you go to get assistance from the government and you've done your part to try and be a responsible person, you're penalized. Absolutely, I've had that happen in my own life. And yet at the same time, they're saying, they're just, they keep rewarding bad decisions. Like when are we gonna start rewarding people again for for actually making a smart choice and being responsible for themselves. This is all Kevin McCarthy's trying to do. He's just trying to bring back some sense. Is it gonna pass? Probably not. But just, it's encouraging for me to hear somebody actually coming up and saying, hey, we're gonna stand up. Do I think he'll probably cave? There's a good chance. But to actually have somebody propose a plan that says these are the things we want. Stop the insanity. Go ahead, caller. Hey, Bonnie. Hey, Ray.
1: Hey, calling from the house today. Ooh. Um 1980. I was, and actually, actually, I worked for the construction back in the day before I was farming and doing different things here. But uh, I worked on the Columbia Mall. $7.12 an hour starting in 1977. And by 1980, we were over nine dollars an hour. Built a house, four little kids, and all the jobs went away. I had to go sign up for fuel assistance. Um, couldn't get any unemployment because I worked for a little for a while. I worked for some farmers; they didn't pay in, and I had to get SNAP or was food stamps back in the day.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: For a family of four, they were giving us three hundred fifty dollars a month. We never had so much money or much food in our in our cupboards.
3: I know. <laughs> that happened to us, too. They gave us all this money, and I was like, I don't think we'll spend that much. And you know what happened? When my husband yep. decided that he was going to, like, get a part-time job, so mm-hmm. he he took on some responsibility where he went to, like, a same-day surgery center and wrote up um, history and physicals. You know, so, like, when you go in, it's like, oh, this is your history, and this is your physical, your blood pressure, all that. So he went in, and he took... He, he, you know, he took a job making $8 an hour, not all the time because he was still in school, and they kicked us off food stamps.
1: And uh, same thing here. I was on them for three months, December, January, February, and if we didn't, they came like Play-Doh, Play-Doh play Play <laughs> Monopoly money. And they were funny-looking things, and they had serial numbers on And if you didn't spend them by the end of the month, they didn't give you as much the next month. So that's, that's how crazy that was. And anyway, so in March came along, and I kept going to the unemployment office, and they found another farmer that was looking for help. Uh, $4 an hour. And I, I went and took a job, worked 70, 80 hours a week, and got off of food stamps. I was actually disappointed when I had to go buy groceries with that stuff. Mm. And now I know people that have been on it for generations.
3: Yeah.
1: And it, it doesn't bother them.
3: Right. And they're, and, they're uh, eating steak understand. and lobster, right? Exactly. Yeah.
1: And so I was on them for three months, and I, I paid in over $12,000 to Federal Boys this year on taxes. So I paid, repaid my debt <laughs> to, for three months of food stamps.
3: Yeah, thank you for the call. You know, and that's exactly it, too. You know, we are taxed so high because my husband wanted to, to have a career where he could support his family. So what we pay now, we we've paid back so much of anything we took, and they don't even they don't give us a ch- a chance to say, hey, do you know what? Um, mm, you know what? I want to choose who who my food stamp money goes to. Wouldn't that be awesome? I have nieces and nephews that you know are going through school. I would love to help them out like that, but that's not who it's going to. Your calls and texts coming up. Brian
0: Michaels, KNOX.
3: Um, well, here we go, right? Talking about, will the Democrats get their way? Will the Republicans actually stand up? Right? It's kind of, it's just nice to see them stand up. Kevin McCarthy's put forward a, a plan. It's just kind of nice to see the Republicans stand up. Even if it's it's not going to make it, just please stand up. I vote for candidates to represent me in Washington who will stand up for what I want, right? What our what our city wants, what our state wants, what conservatives want? You know, don't let these Democrats push you around. They're bullies. Don't let them bully you, right? Isn't that one of their very first mantras? Is no bullying. Don't bully. You're mean, but yet, you know, they are some of the worst kinds of bullies. So coming up in the new hour we're gonna start talking about chaos Uh, i came across a quote from dennis prager talking about chaos and why is there so much chaos in our world why why is chaos being so disruptive and why is it being allowed your calls and texts coming up after the news
2: This is Grand Forks' first choice for local news. News Radio 1310 KNOX AM Grand Forks and 1079 KNOX FM. Translating on K300 BG in Grand Forks. News from the Berkshire Hathaway Newsroom.